0: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That's because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. They really are. So stop reading other people's success stories and start really start writing your own. Now, hear me on this. You can be motivated by their success story. You can be motivated. But remember this it is their story. We're talking about you writing your own story, you making your own effort, you setting your own goals. That's how you can be successful. The people I bring on Money Making Conversation have a story that I want you to hear. My next guest is Bishop Ezekiel Williams. He is the pastor and founder of Faith World Ministries in Norfolk, Virginia, and currently starring in the Netflix docu-series, Voices of Fire. The six-episode series follows singer, rapper, songwriter, record producer, Pharrell Williams, and who is his nephew, Bishop Williams, and his core of team and influential gospel leaders venture into Hampton Roads, and he's going to tell us what Hampton Roads is all about, to find undiscovered talent. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the inspiration behind the Voices of Fire, Bishop Ezekiel Williams. How you doing, sir?
1: Thank you so much, sir. I am well and glad to be here. Well, you know, uh, first of
0: all, I've seen the series twice. It was, uh, when it first came out, it was trending and still is trending on Netflix. Uh, top, top, you know, you do a top 10. If you have, don't have a, a Netflix account, and when you're piling up top 10, that means everybody's watching it. And usually how it works is this is a series. It's six episodes. So as people watch another expo, they go next, it causes your series to trend, which bodes well, because that's what Netflix want. And, um, Voices of Fire is, a. Uh, I would call like a, a audio testimonial. Can I say that? Mm,
1: Bishop. I think you can. I think I think that's that's a good uh good way to put it.
0: And uh if I had to have a different title, the the title works out, Voices of Fire, it could have been This Is My Story, that could have been the title. Ah. Um Feel the Voice, that could have been ah. the title. But the name of this series is Voices of Fire, and that works out just fine. I'm just telling you, Bishop, it took me on a journey and allowed me to think about my life, think about uh, the expectations people have for you, for yourself, the -hmm. the setbacks that you achieve in life. And um, I got emotional at times. Tell me your goal. Because I think you hit all the points with me.
1: That's wonderful. I am so glad to be here and just amazed uh, that you were able to take the time to view it twice, uh, all six episodes. Thank you so much. Listen, we aim to touch lives. My mm-hmm. whole goal is to spread the good news about Jesus Christ. And so I've come to realize that people don't always want to hear you preach over the pulpit. Right. And so music is a, a, a medium that we can utilize, a tool that we can utilize, that transcends all walks of life. Everybody mm-hmm. uh, loves music. And so right. we found that that was a good way to get the message out. And so I think that that has been achieved. But in the process, I, I believe that the Lord does what he does and right. he touches lives. He takes right. one, one incident and he causes a different outcome in everybody's life. And so when we came together and we began to sing and to, to, to worship as we did and to right. even uh, record the testimonies of so many individuals, man, let me tell you, yeah. it was amazing, and it just invoked all kinds of emotions.
0: Well, Bishop, um, this series, when it, was, when it was brought to me, I had to bring you to the show. In fact, I want to get Larry, who is your music director. I want to get Peggy, yes. who is your vocal coach. And my boy, Patrick, you know, he's the he's the comedy relief, but he's also a brilliant <laughs> choir master. Okay, let's go be real about yes. him. When Lynette walked out Absolutely. of the room, he said, uh, uh, she can sing and she's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's real. He's real. I love it. it I love it. He's as serious but, as it can be.
0: You know, very much. And so... You no, know, because you said that in your in the uh, documentary about sometimes people don't want to hear you preaching. Sometimes you have to you have to tell the story of the gospel a different way, and music always connects with people. But but this was a local project called Hampton Roads. Tell everybody about Hampton Roads, Virginia.
1: Well, Hampton Roads uh, is a wonderful place to reside. Of course, it's uh, 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 heavily military in our area. And so it's transient. We have people who come from all parts of the world uh, to reside here. They're here for a season and then they're mm-hmm. gone. Some people mm-hmm. take up their roots uh, or make plant their roots here. And um, it's always been a musical area. We're, right. we're seated right here on the eastern seaboard, uh, right you know, below New York mm-hmm. and D.C. And, and right above North Carolina south carolina georgia and all of these places are are very very musical places but mm-hmm. it makes virginia it makes hampton roads almost like a uh melting pot right. or um as they say in new orleans a big pot of gumbo we have a little bit of everything and we've pr- produced some of the nation's greatest artists uh that there ever was and so i'm very very proud of that and um uh, music just kind of flows through our veins here.
0: You know the interesting thing about because I've been in the area a lot. You know, Steve Harvey and I, the Chrysler Hall. I know exactly. I've been on that stage, Chrysler Hall, so I know the the brilliance, that facility, the quality. I know that community sold out of many a concert down there in that Chrysler Hall area, and the great food, a very yes. uh, community driven area down there. But you t- you, the the thing I want to talk about this series is that you got me emotional. Then you taught me something about sopranos, altos, and tenors, and then these three individuals I mentioned their name earlier: Peggy, the vocal coach; Patrick, chef, Matt, the, the choir master, excuse me, and then my yeah. boy Larry. Talk about how they came together in the project, because we know about Pharrell, superstar rapper, and I also learned two things about Pharrell off stage he's a Pharrell on stage. He's a Pharrell because on stage (laughs) that star power takes over off stage. He's humble. He's a, he's a, he's a great person, both places, but it's a different, he understands his position in life on stage. He's a superstar off stage. He's a humble engaged individual, but you had three people that helped you carry this magnificent series. Let's talk about them.
1: Absolutely. And that's a, easy thing to do because for me it was a no-brainer. Most of us have worked together all of our lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, Peggy uh, was one of the individuals who gave me uh, my first opportunity of exposure with some of the uh, greater stars that would come to the Hampton Roads area, as I played music most of my life, piano and organ, and I was able to play for her choir, legendary choir, the Philharmonics, right. and um, and so she gave me the opportunity to work with them at maybe the age of about 15 years old. And mm-hmm. so um, I, I have a long-lasting relationship with her. She's one of the best at what she does. And, um, of course, Patrick Riddick, we grew up in the same church. He's right. younger than I, but we both attended the same church, New Jerusalem Church of God in Christ, where mm-hmm. our late founder was the late Bishop Barnett Carl Thorogood, the man installed so much in all of us. And um, and so working with him there at the church, I knew his ability, his competence, and uh, I knew that he was gonna be the one for the job. And then Larry George, a young man, he's my own pastor of music there at Faith World Ministries. And so we couldn't do anything without him. I've watched him take a group of singers that were mediocre, and mm-hmm. just turn them into stellar voices. And so it was a no-brainer for me to pull them all together to assist me in this project. I have my own musical career, but for some time after I started preaching, I put it on the chef shelf. Mm-hmm. And 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 mm-hmm. um later it was my nephew that helped me to understand, no um, the world needs what you have to offer. And we need to come together and do something to demonstrate that. And and here's where we are.
0: Well, you 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 landed in a great place. And you know Netflix is an amazing uh, storyteller because there was Rodney Scott. I discovered him and that barbecue, his ability to buy based on that storytelling, that chef series. Now we got a gospel. Here's the thing that. Interests me the most because it's a diverse gospel. I got the fact that you could have easily said, you know, I'm gonna get the best black gospel singers, but that wasn't the goal of this series. The goal of this series was to create a diverse so you can pull everybody in. Everybody can understand that they can hear the word, sing the word and participate. Talk Talk to us walking through the steps of why that was important to you.
1: That was very important to me because I have a vision of mm-hmm. building or, or or forming a multicultural church, right. and so for me having a choir that just consisted of people who looked like me uh, was not going to help me to accomplish that goal. Right. And so I, I envisioned a choir that was comprised of people from all walks of life, and uh, and I guess my whole thought was, you know, we we know in the black gospel choir. We know about the anointing, and we know that they Mm -hmm. are powerful individuals that sing, but I was more interested in pulling in Caucasians and Latinos and and people from different uh, ethnicities that were also Orientals, that were also equally talented, equally anointed, and I felt like if we put them together in a choir, when people saw people that looked like them or saw individuals Mm -hmm. who resembled them, it would be an open invitation for them to come and to worship and to be a part of what we were doing at Faith World. And and so far I must say uh, it has worked. It has, we have accomplished that goal. I've been contacted by people from all over the world and uh, I would have never imagined, I would have never imagined, I was thinking on one level but when you get calls from Brazil and Switzerland and, and Norway and and um, Sh- Sri Lanka and so right. many other places, uh, it really just blows your mind that um, God is really able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us.
0: Well, I'm talking to Bishop Ezekiel Williams, or the, the, I always called it the hit series, popular series, the trending series. I like voices I like of that. fire. On Netflix, you know, you used the word gumbo earlier, and I—that I, 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 thought ran through my mind when I watched the series, and I didn't want to be insulting and use the word gumbo, but you used the word gumbo. Guess what? I'm from Houston, Texas. I love gumbo. Okay, yes. so when I when, when I see, you know, whether it's Maria, you know, Dan Lee, you know, the Puckett twins, you know, all coming together, Ilana. What people need to understand about the series is that. This, is a, this series is bigger than music. It's about life. It's yeah. about what we need right now. When we come out of 2020 and go into 2021, we need to understand that we can all eat at the same table because that's what happens. People feel that when you look different, that you don't have the same sensibilities, the same eating habits, or the same lifestyle needs. And what this series did for me, I believe you put some people in an uncomfortable environment And they became comfortable. And that's where the anointing part comes out. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. And uh, I'm telling you, when we put those individuals together, we did not know initially Mm -hmm. that or what their story was or how amazing their stories were. But uh, God knew. And so it was an opportunity for us to work together to get to know one another. And there was a love that uh, began to develop between the choir members and Mm -hmm. the directors. And we became one big family. And Mm -hmm. no, they didn't say, okay, Bishop Williams, we want to become members of your church necessarily. But there was a love that superseded even that kind of commitment. And um, I, I think it's a wonderful thing because Um, God has the ability Mm -hmm. to erase all the boundaries and all of all of the lines of division. And um, in a time when our country has seen so much division, uh, I thought it was amazing that this series came out. Um, at the time during our election and all of that, uh, right. when there was so much division working in our country, this series came out to show that we can work together. There are still people who don't see color, but we just see souls. We see lives. We see individuals uh, that are just like us, just different skin. And, mm-hmm. and it all makes sense to me.
0: It really did, and so let me let me set the tone for everybody who have not seen the series and have seen the series. I'm just I'm just bringing back good feelings, a good time, good news, as they say. I'm bringing back good news. Now, yeah, you have th- four black people here. Well, five. You want to claim forever who say I want to bring together a, a mixed voices. Because Alana, she was 15 years old. She only has one ear, so she can only really hear 50 percent of the sound. She's white Italian. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna, and then you have Dan Lee, who uh, I say that was the one that was gonna make me cry. But I'm sure you guys cried a lot too. So when she did "Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Loves Me," I went, "Okay, yeah. Rashad, a song I know, I've sung in my life so many times, but why is this song affecting me?" I'm gonna ask you that question, Bishop. Why did that song, when she sung it, Dan Lee, affect me?
1: Well, because she she sang that song from a place of sincerity. She Mm -hmm. sang that song from a place of experience. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know everybody's story. We don't know everybody's walk of life. But I can imagine um, that she's had her challenges. And as we all have experienced rejection and many different things in life, and Mm -hmm. to come to a place where um, she understands that regardless to what I've been through, regardless of what I've had to deal with in life, regardless to, 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 to the different hills and valleys and mountains and low places, that Jesus loves me. When you come to that reality, when you come to that place of awareness that there's nothing that you can do, that will cause him to not love you, or that will uh, uh, prevent his love in your life. It's a wonderful place to be alive, and 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 I think that's where she was. Um, and when the tears were flowing, and she says, "Jesus loves me," and I don't want to give away too much. No, no. But da. when she, but when she says, "Everybody deserves to be loved," mm-hmm. I cannot watch that scene without tearing up. I get it, I get it. And I, I, and that's a message that we want <laughs> the world to get.
0: Well, I'm gonna tell everybody, I spoke to the Bishop prior to the interview so I can get it out of my system. Cause I knew that if I would've <laughs> revealed this on the show, I would've slowed down and had to take some moments to gather myself because not only her, there uh, Rose, when she saw uh um, Yes. She took me there, good old girl out of Houston, Texas, country as you can get. was rough. That's right. And, um, you know, Marcus took me there when you hear his story, because I can't tell you the story. You need to watch the series. But everybody has a testimonial that, mm. that, that tells them why they walked through these doors and why they were chosen, because there were 3,000 applicants. Okay. That's right. 300 were cut down to 300. And they came in, and we saw a part of these stories. Now, the part of this story is that what you had to deal with and your compadres, I want to say, because y'all had to see it all. We only saw a version of it. Where were you guys at emotionally during this whole journey, Bishop?
1: Well, it was very difficult. I think it was hard for for everyone involved, but Mm -hmm. it was difficult for me because um, the talent was so good. I mean, if you had to score from one to a hundred for each individuals, right. um, we had uh, out of the 300, we probably had 200, 100. So at that point, you you know, you have to make some decisions and it can't just be based on their musical ability. And that becomes very difficult because you see in everybody's Eyes, and you hear in everyone's voice that this is something that they've dreamed about, and right. this is something that they've wanted to do uh, for so very, very long. And they're right here on the at the brink mm-hmm. of their their dream coming true. And mm-hmm. and you have to decide: Will you make it? Uh, mm-hmm. or will we send you home? It's a very, very difficult place to be in, and uh, we labor greatly. Uh, in that, and and there were some times of frustration. Um, There there were even individuals that that the others said, hey, we gotta let them go. That I even went back, it's not shown on the video, but I even went back and said, can't we give them one more chance is there anything else we can do my heart my heart was very 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 attached to much of what was taking place because you because you said uh, bishop at the
0: beginning no
1: callbacks one shot to showcase your talent that's right absolutely and 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 trust me I was reminded of that <laughs> several times during the process mm-hmm. uh, as I tried to barter and reason uh with individuals concerning uh, other singers. I was reminded, you know, you know, we gotta what it, what what did Pharrell say? Um we want a choir full of unicorns. Yes. And so um that made the difference. That made the difference. Uh, because you said you wanted in the my best book voices, everybody was a winner. Best voices,
0: different styles, cultural difference, and you wanted to meld that into one giant unicorn, which I felt was accomplished, but it's broken down each series. I'm a, the 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 first three episodes are to me the most emotional part of the series. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; the others yeah. are there too, because you get to know the people, you get to hear their stories, you get to see that that passionate singing that the, coming from the you know he and Kiki and a classical opera training. You know you you talk about Damien and his a his attempts with his life and how it went sideways several times. And of course, I already mentioned Dan Lee, you know, Jasmine, you know, when she auditioned for the first time in front of Pharrell and and again, doubting herself, like she's doubted herself so many times in her life. And that's why I'm recommending people to see this because, you know, I create a money-making conversation because I always tell people that, you know, there's so many opportunities to be great or seek that opportunity. And we don't do it. And that's what this Mm -hmm. series exposes, because a lot of people are looking for that second, third or or that return from a walkaway moment that they missed out on. You know, you know, Damon's one of those people, you know, and that's really what's enlightening and inspiring to me. So there is a strong level of inspirational inspiration in this series as well. Correct, Bishop?
1: That's right. Absolutely. There is a strong level of inspiration and um, and and that actually uh, was kind of where it boiled down to mm-hmm. in the selection of some of those difficult choices, the, uh, those difficult choices that we had to make in selecting singers um, when they had the talent and, and mm-hmm. they had it all going for them. Then we had to go to the place of saying, but who moves the audience the most? Who, right. who brings the spirit with them? Uh, you mm-hmm. know? And so um, that spiritual, emotional, um, element was was very important as well.
0: You know, here's the fun part about the whole series to me. Well, if you see a uh, Michael Jordan walk in the room, you know, first of all, he's 6'6, and you're going to notice something different about him. You know, he's 6'6. Or a uh, defensive tackle or football, he may be like 300 pounds. So you're going to notice something different about him. So you're going to assume there's something unique or special about that person, and it might cause humble rumbles in the room. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? But this show reveals how God has talented people just walking around. They, they have yes. not accepted their responsibility of that talent. And that's what this series is all about. And a classic example is Maria. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Come on, Bishop Williams. Come on now. Tell us Absolutely. about that. Absolutely. This This young girl... Um, she reminds me of a Sandy Patty and mm-hmm. um, just little frame, um, you know, and um, you just don't expect her to be able to do what she does. But then she she sings from a place of sincerity and, and pureness and her voice. My God, it just penetrates your heart. And mm-hmm. um, it's just amazing. She's um You know, she has a an affiliation with Native Americans, and and that's something that you would not have known. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. just her whole upbringing, and uh, you you just got to see it. You you just got to see it. She's gonna come on,
0: that's all I'm saying. See, here's the hard part about it: we talking about the series, but we can't tell you about the series because (laughs) we want the journey to be somewhat original. Yes. We want you to walk in and see what we felt visually and emotionally. And I th- think we've done a good, really good job of that in, in telling you the how we were impacted. Of course, you know you were there for the entire 300 auditions. I'm seeing a, a small window of it. But to answer your question, when you said certain people who doubted, Maria was one of those people who had doubt when she left the room.
1: yes. Patrick, is. Patrick had issues because he, I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, it, it's, it's, it's very, very, uh, uh, what would I say? It's a, a very fulfilling, um, uh, feeling that you get from this when you get to see them fight their way back and, and make believers out of the people who doubted them, um, more than one occasion, we were skeptic and mm-hmm. and we just didn't know. But these same individuals went to work. I mean, they brought their A game and they, yes, they went did. to work. And before yes, it was did. over, we were all we were all convinced that they were the right choice.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, the Clark sisters, when it came out in 2020, um, one note, one thing they kept saying. The mother, the matriarch of the choir, was talking about that one voice. One voice. You know, I want all y'all, I know y'all might be separate, but we need one voice. The Pucket Twins. <laughs> Come on now.
1: Yeah.
0: I told you, yeah. I've seen this series twice now. So <laughs> I am going I can talk to you about this series on and off air. <laughs> but the Pucket yeah. Twins, one voice.
1: Tell us about that. One voice. One voice. Uh, I really, honestly, it was my first time experiencing anything like that. I was, uh, I was moved beyond uh, expression when I heard them. There's something, it has to be, something in their DNA, being twins. Um, I've often heard that uh, twins can sometimes know what the other one is thinking, and they can feel what the other one is going through. Well, if any of that is true, These twins um, have the ability (laughs) to have a a unified voice um, when they sing. There are times when you can't tell one from the other. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing. And not Mm -hmm. to mention, um, these are not what you would call uh, your classical uh, or your classic uh, soulful singers. Right. these 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 boys are white. These white boys. And I mean, <laughs> see, when I, I wouldn't even gonna go you, there. I
0: wouldn't even go you were feeling you too, know, much. Stop, Bishop.
1: Stop, Bishop. too much. Stop, bitch. Stop, bitch. Too much. But I'm telling you, I mean, <laughs> they let you have it. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. It's you yes. gotta see it. You gotta see it. You won't regret it.
0: No, you want to Uh A couple of little additional notes here. The uh, The Voices of Fire Choir will be releasing his first single, "Hit the Refresh," in February. Re- hit the Refresh in February, and if you want to see him, February 6th on BET. The Voices of the Fire Choir, Vo- Voices of Fire Choir, will be performing on the twenty second annual Super Bowl Gospel Celebration. That's now we're going to see him on the for real, not just on Netflix on cable. Well, what's the big yes. expectation? What's the journey for them? Because in the beginning, you told them you're going to sing here. You're going to premiere here. There are opportunities
1: to travel this country, travel this world. Is your vision happening? It's happening, man. It's happening. And I must admit, I got to be honest, uh, much of what I was saying uh, initially was by faith. I was speaking by faith. I was I was calling those things that be not as though they were and calling mm-hmm. them into existence. But mm-hmm. God is not letting me down. He's He's not failing me. These opportunities are manifesting daily. Um, we're receiving calls from so many individuals and um, just trying to pick the right, uh, mm-hmm. make the right decisions as to the different uh, events that we should do. But um, it's been amazing. And, you know, this whole thing with the BET and the uh, gospel uh, celebration for the Super Bowl is one of those things. I would have never imagined that, right. that I would be involved in anything like that, but mm-hmm. that's a door that has opened, along with so many other doors. And 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 yes, we have um, we have also uh, worked a contract with RCA Inspiration, mm-hmm. and to be on that label or or to be a part of that family. Mm-hmm. um, with so many other gospel greats. Um, uh, yes. I'm not even going to start naming them, but you know, uh, <laughs> the know. greatest of the greats are there. And, uh, to, to be listed there among those individuals, it's, it's just a true Testament that dreams really do come true. And, uh, and God is faithful to fulfill his word in your life. If he makes you a promise, he's going to make good on it. And, um, uh, it's happening. It's happening. It's a wonderful thing. Well, Bishop, I survived. I've done this interview.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, yes, Jesus does love us all. And yeah. Dan Lee says the temple in the beginning. That's the only thing I'm going to give away about this series and there are unicorns in this series. There is redemption, <laughs> there is uplift, there is motivation, and there is second chance in this series. Most importantly, yeah. there are blessings both given and received in this series. It is Voices of Fire. Uh, the inspiration I'm speaking to him here, he's an inspiration to me, I'm a fan of his. He may not know it, but now he knows it publicly. That anytime ah. he has a home and money-making conversation, any platform I have. so. Send me some banners so when y'all air on February 6th, I want to put it on all my social media. When the single come out, please let me know so I can post it on. And then I want to, if I can get my, my, I call my 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 trio, my three amigos. If I can get them on the show to talk together before February 6th, let's make that happen too. Because they deserve as much shine as uh, you're getting right now because they were the anchors for you. And uh, there were the blessings of being able to like when she took Ilana, pulled her aside and did some extra work to get her to the next level of her success. That's what you get out of this series. You know, we got the voice, we got the American idol, just a different show. This is a show about receiving and getting blessings, testimonials because they allow to tell the story. And my man, Bishop, you're a blessing, brother. Thank you.
1: God bless you, man. And thanks for having us on the show. We, we enjoyed it. And and uh, we'll definitely make sure that our guys are a part of whatever you want to do.
0: Well, well, first of all, you know through sincerity. When people come on the show, they always get caught off guard because I'm such a sincere interviewer because uh, I've been blessed, man. My life, I've been doing the things I want to do in my life since I was 18 years old. And that's only through... <laughs> You know, proper relationships, proper opportunities, proper blessings, proper understanding what God has given me, taking advantage of it. And that's what this series is about. And I can talk over and over about it, but you got to see that if you have doubts in your life about what you want to achieve, if age has stopped you, a handicap has stopped you, uh, the people around you have stopped you. That's what it's about It's letting you know. That only you can stop yourself if God gives you an opportunity to achieve, step through that darkness and there's light on the other side. And it's called opportunity. And that's what Voices of Fire is all about. Thank you, Bishop, for coming on my show.
1: Thank you. God bless.
0: Cool. If you want to hear more money money making conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.